Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological topic or theme. And today we have one that is actually quite multifold. It goes into various astrological cycles. And for me, this gets exciting to share with you how these energies are playing out. So we have an upcoming Jupiter-Uranus conjunction occurring in April 2024. This conjunction is happening at 21 and 22 degrees of Taurus in your chart. It is a very rare synodic cycle that happens between Jupiter and Uranus being at the same degree point at the same time. And by rare, it's typically every 12 years or so. And the last time we had a Jupiter-Uranus conjunction was actually in Pisces, and that was back in 2010 and 2011. So this upcoming Jupiter-Uranus conjunction actually has much more energy tied to it than perhaps we'd first acknowledge or see. And so this is a Trojan horse, okay? This is my Trojan horse where, yes, we're going to discuss the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction, but I'm going to take you into a much bigger cycle that's been unfolding that started back in the year 2000. But before we get in our time machines to go back to 2000, first it's important to understand that Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus have been disrupting and stirring up the economy, finances, money, the money you make, the money you spend, what you invest in, what you own. It's been really activating what is happening with currencies, with global markets, and with the banking sector. And so with these energies ramping up in April 2024, there's something here about being very mindful of what you need, what stabilizes you, what is essential. With Jupiter here, it brings in an amplified spiritual protection. Jupiter is also what we've been learning, the wisdom we've been accumulating around finances and money, what that means for you specifically, what you've learned in your own journey, in your own relationship with financial resources. And so this conjunction is one that makes things bigger, bigger shocks, bigger surprises, a bigger roller coaster ride. It can also have bigger manifestations, bigger developments. Basically, the energy is turned up to 11. So this will be happening in April 2024, specifically around April 16th to about April 26th, again at 21 and 22 degrees of Taurus. And of course, I'll be talking about it more as we reach that time period. But now I would like you to get into your time machine and travel back to the year 2000. Yes, 2000. After we all survived the Y2K bug that was stirring the pot and creating a lot of fear, The year 2000 is when the internet was booming. There were all these jobs happening. I remember because I had just finished college and a lot of my friends had these amazing starting salaries at tech companies. Uh, This was before social media. This was a time when basically there was a gold rush online, on the internet, in technology, and there was a lot of potential to be had. So back in 2000, we actually had a Saturn Jupiter conjunction at 20 
22 degrees of Taurus, 22 and 23 degrees of Taurus. Jupiter, Saturn were conjunct in a cycle that happens about every 20 years. So it's always a big deal when Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct. Now, this is the work hard, play hard energy. This is where Saturn wants you to take a good hard look at your responsibilities, your commitments, what you need to see through, where you need to show up and work for something, put in the time, really be aware of what you're choosing, what you're doing. And then we have Jupiter coming along that wants to make things better and easier and bigger and it brings in the resources. It also brings in wisdom and truth and understanding about the bigger picture. So when we have these conjunctions between Saturn and Jupiter. It's a real serious turning point. It's an important energy to watch because it plays out over time. Now, Saturn is the more dominant energy. Saturn moves slower. Saturn is serious. Saturn is our reality, how we've built our physical reality, how we have to take care of things in front of us. We've got to pay our bills. We've got to honor our work commitments. We have to take care of our responsibilities. And with Saturn, there's always the energy of timing involved. The time you put in, as well as the time it takes for something to manifest and be real. So yes, we're going back to May 2000, when there was this conjunction. And at this time, the energies would have been solidifying something for you around 22, 23 degrees of Taurus in your chart. So look at those degree points in your chart, 22, 23 of Taurus, also the fixed signs. So 22 or 23, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. This would have been important for you. Also, this would have been working with any planets or points at 22 or 23 degrees of the earth signs of Virgo and Capricorn. So back in 2000, Saturn-Jupiter conjunct 22-23 degrees of Taurus. Now coming up in 2024, it's the same territory that Jupiter and Uranus are going to be conjunct in Taurus. And it's working with the same territory in your chart. And this is a very powerful opening to perhaps the same themes or energies back in 2000. I know it was 23, 24 years ago. So you could really be trying to figure out what does this mean for me? What is this about? Well, I have an example to share with you that I also hope reveals how things play out energetically in astrology. And this is my own personal case study around these degree points in Taurus and what has been unfolding in front of us in banking. So here's my example to share with you. Back in 2000, I was a personal banker in Portland, Oregon. I had finished college. I was now working as you're supposed to do. And I was hired to be a personal banker, which is essentially a sales position where the bank wants you to sell their products and services. Your checking accounts, line of credit, credit cards, debit cards, direct deposits, all of those are considered as important banking products and services. And so in that position, there's a lot of cross-selling. And that's how the bank also wants to motivate bankers and other sales positions. So 
as they do in most companies and most corporations, there are certain sales goals they want you to hit every month, every quarter, whatever the timeline might be. And so I was in a sales role and my job was to not only help consumers, but to sell bank products. And of course, it's very common in a sales environment for there to be competition, right? That's just built into it. That's part of the game. That's part of a sales environment. So our branch was, of course, in competition with other branches to see who could do better. Well, it turned out over the course of multiple months and quarters that my manager couldn't figure out why this other branch always did so much better than us. And granted, we were good. We were number two. I was number two banker in the state. And we were doing our best to hit those metrics, you know, to deliver. But there was this other branch that was always, always so much more successful. Well, long story short, that branch was cheating and opening up fake accounts, debit cards, and other products without consumer knowledge. The bank I worked for was Wells Fargo. And if you have been aware of anything happening in finances or in banking since 2000, this was the scandal that has rocked Wells Fargo as a bank. And it came out eventually that this was a cross-selling scandal that we didn't even know about at the time. So keep in mind, this was 2000, 2001, and we didn't know, we as in me, the assistant manager, the manager of my branch, we didn't know if this was systemic. We just thought, oh, it's just this other branch doing these things. It's not right. It's not fair. We reported it to higher ups. We talked to regional managers and no one wanted to take it seriously because they were benefiting. They were benefiting from the scandal, from the fraud. They were benefiting from the actions and we were not happy about it. In fact, that's why I left the bank because I wasn't gonna be in an environment that was unethical and rewarding cheaters, not to mention what was happening to consumers. And when we understood what was going on, there was three of us. And we, again, we reported it, we talked about it. People didn't want to look at it, they didn't care. I remember there were some customers that the three of us would sit down and ask, like, did you open this account? Do you want this account? I will close this account for you if you don't want it. Because we were trying to correct some of these unauthorized open accounts and debit cards that were being opened by this other branch. So eventually I left because first of all, spoiler alert, I wasn't meant to be a banker long-term, but I also was not going to be in an environment that perpetuated that in sales or the fact that it does harm and it's not even legal. So all of this broke years later. And I remember when this story came out and there were stories that said this creation of millions of fake accounts have been going on between 2002 and to 2016, but I can verify it was happening in 2000 and 2001, and that the company pushed its employees into this behavior with unrealistic sales goals. And this became a huge deal that was just settled in 2022 and 2023, which is exactly when Uranus and Taurus reached the degree point of that Saturn-Jupiter conjunction in Taurus in 2000. So my awareness of this energy was when the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction happened in 2000, and it wasn't until over 20 years later that it was resolved. But Uranus doesn't just resolve things. 
Uranus reveals, disrupts, creates more chaos. Well, Wells Fargo has now been hit with even more claims of unauthorized bank openings for non-consumers. And this is what's unfolding in 2023. So there was a settlement with the U.S. government in 2022. But now Uranus is here stirring up the pot saying, oh, this isn't over yet. This isn't finished. There's more. There's more that comes out. There's more that's revealed. So look at how the astrology has unfolded over the course of almost 24 years where this is just one case study, right? Like just one anecdotal example that the energies were condensed and focused starting in May 2000. And it took many, many years to understand the size, the scope, how many people were affected. This huge issue has come to light. And here comes Uranus. And here comes the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction. It's going to blow it open. There's going to be more that comes forward, more surprises, and perhaps more things revealed that were previously considered settled or taken care of. So what I'm saying is this doesn't look good still for Wells Fargo, even though they've been settling these billion dollar lawsuits. There's the likelihood of more coming up, especially during this Uranus-Jupiter conjunction in April 2024. And how amazing that it's all in Taurus. Banking, finance is the money you make and the responsibility that's required within finances, within money within banking. And so energetically, there's a bigger story here because it's also really trusting and knowing that the universe is going to bring to light exactly what needs to be seen. And it can happen on a much slower timeline than you anticipate, that you like, that you prefer. But the universe knows. The universe knows what is happening behind closed doors, what is really going on. The universe knows what people think they might be getting away with or where they are doing something for short-term gain without understanding long-term consequences. Now, this is really important because not only are we referencing the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction of 2000 that gets activated with the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction in April 2024, but we have a double whammy, a double whammy of these Saturn-Jupiter conjunctions being activated because you'll probably recall it just a few years ago, we had the next Jupiter-Saturn conjunction December 21st, 2020, at zero to one degrees of Aquarius. That's probably the great conjunction that you are remembering because it was the most recent. Jupiter-Saturn conjunctions happen about every 20 years and that's what makes them significant because they're working with not only the energetics of Jupiter and Saturn, but they are affecting collective energies. They are affecting our real world, which is Saturn. So it brings in real world assessments, regulations, changes, real world things that we have to look at at face value and accept and understand what's been involved, what's gone into this. So we had that recent great conjunction, zero to one degree of Aquarius back in December 2020. And now in 2024, here comes Pluto. Pluto is going to move across that great conjunction point of zero to one degrees of Aquarius and 
Pluto demolishes. Pluto destroys. Pluto is going to permanently deconstruct whatever that intention of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius was because Pluto is much more powerful. Pluto is transformation and evolution. Pluto is going to dig in to the raw truth, takes no prisoners, is very intense, is very much about the death and decaying process that of course leads to a new eventual birth. But at first, the energies have to be permanently destroyed. That's essentially how Pluto works because Pluto's intention is transformation into greater empowerment. But in order to do that, you've got to dig in to what is not visible, what is not seen, what's lurking below the surface, even what's been hiding in plain sight. So Pluto comes along and it reaches zero and one degrees of Aquarius and is going to reveal some darker intentions, scenarios, energies in the collective, which is Aquarius, darker things that we're meant to see in the light of day. What we maybe have pushed aside, what we didn't want to deal with, we didn't want to see. This is where there can be a desire to disassociate because the Pluto energies are so intense that it can be a lot to take in. This is where people have cognitive dissonance and they say that can't be true. No, 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 that's not really what's happening. No, 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 these are the good guys. No, 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 those are the bad guys. And Pluto will turn it all over, rumble and tumble it and shuffle it around and will basically flatten everything to the ground. I mean, Pluto is basically scorched earth and then you see what really is. So when Pluto reaches this degree point of the great conjunction at zero and one degrees, big things are gonna be coming out in the collective that have already been lurking, already been happening, already been moving around. And so Jupiter and Saturn were solidifying something together in the early degrees of Aquarius. The very beginning of Aquarius, zero to one degrees, they had that great conjunction and this was where Saturn took something seriously, is very responsible, wants to put in the time, energy and effort to make it work, wants to bring in the rules. What's the rules and regulations we have about this? You know, what is really effective and what is not? And Jupiter opens up the different approaches and the different ways to innovate, all the different things we can use and how to make it more enjoyable and more expressive. And Jupiter and Aquarius wants connections, wants us to reach out and get to know each other, especially in Aquarius, meet new people, connect on the internet, get on social media. But Saturn there is serious about that and is like, what are the responsibilities of being online? What are the ramifications? You know, what is working? What is not? In 2023, yes, Pluto entered zero degrees of Aquarius, just dipped its toe in Aquarius and then returned into Capricorn. So the energy was just getting started. But in 2024, Pluto moves into Aquarius, moves to two degrees, and will be working with this Saturn, Jupiter, great conjunction point and take apart and demolish what we thought was solid and true is going to bring up some hard truths and is going to make things more pronounced that we're meant to see because it's when we see it in the light of day that we can accept it 
and then we figure out the next steps and the new solutions. Pluto moves across this point of the Great Conjunction 2024 and even into 2025. So basically what we are living in are these unfolding energies from Saturn-Jupiter conjunction points of both 2000 and 2020. They're both being triggered. They're both being activated. They are working with Taurus energies, as I described for you, and Aquarius energies. So if you have planets or points in the early degrees of Aquarius, also in the early degrees of the fixed sign, so zero to one degree of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, Pluto's moving in to revamp a part of your life in a very significant way. But if you look back on what was cemented or what was locked in in December 2020, you're going to have a heads up of what the change is going to be working with. This is more advanced astrology. And I know that some of you who are beginners or don't know this full language, your head could be spinning right now. I'm going to put more of the specifics below the podcast in the description so that you have a clear look at the degree points that I'm talking about because we're talking about two parts of your chart being strongly activated here in 2024. And I know it's crazy to even think back on the year 2000. It might be hard to even remember what you were doing or what was going on in your life. But there was the great conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn in Taurus at that time. And now it's being triggered and instigated again with this Jupiter-Uranus conjunction in April. So this could help, again, put some pieces together for you. But if it doesn't fit for you, don't force it. Don't try to find something that's not there because as with all things in astrology, it's not going to work with everybody at the same time or in the same way. It depends on your chart. It depends on your chart. And so I look back at my time at Wells Fargo as a banker and how upset I was, how pissed off I was. Like, this isn't fair. Why aren't they doing anything about this? Why wouldn't they be protecting customers or fixing this if they know what's going on? Well, because when the higher ups are benefiting, when it's working for them, there isn't an incentive necessarily. So we've got some bigger leadership issues, right? But the other part of it is that I'm glad I left and I didn't hang on to any kind of consequences because I remember thinking I wanted immediate justice. I wanted this to be seen. I wanted this to be known about the cheaters and take this into other areas of your life where you know something is wrong. You know that it's off. You know that it's not true. You're aware of things that are happening below the surface or things that aren't ethical. They aren't in integrity. The universe knows. And when Saturn's involved, it takes time for things to play out because Saturn is methodical and responsible. And let's get the evidence. Let's get the documentation. Let's get the facts. Let's get the data. All of that is what Saturn looks for. And it takes time. It takes time. And this is also part of a legal process where the right evidence has to be collected. Or if you're in a discovery process in a legal case, well, then you have to accumulate the evidence, the facts, the documentation. So all of that takes time. And I think that's something to remember with these Saturn energies is that even when we have a knowingness of what is right, what is true, what is correct, things have to play out in the real world. 
They have to play out and we don't have control over that. So this is where the best thing we can do is stay in our power, keep making the choices that are right for you and keep going on your path. Yes, I'm very glad I left Wells Fargo as a banker. I'm glad I moved on. I'm glad I wasn't a part of that culture anymore or wasn't involved with that scandal in any way, especially since it took years to come to light and be seen. The same is true for what is unfolding with these Aquarius energies. With the last Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius in December 2020, where maybe you were very aware of things that were going on and you're ready for the truth to come out. You're ready for things to be revealed. You're ready. You're like, when is this happening? Or, Or when is something going to be addressed? Or maybe this is something in your workplace or in your company. Whatever it might be for you, whatever is resonating with you. Well, here comes Pluto and Pluto is going to bring up some raw truths and Pluto brings up what's difficult and uncomfortable. Pluto brings up what we don't want to even deal with or manage at times. But Pluto in Aquarius is ultimately connected to the collective energy field and it's connected to what humanity is moving through and what humanity needs to understand, what humanity needs to know. It's the bigger scope perspective. And this is where there's going to be more things that come up around the truth of humanity's evolution, more of the history on our planet that has been buried, hidden, unavailable to us until now. Pluto in Aquarius is going to bring up more of our origination of the human species and our connection to off-planet beings. It's going to bring up more around the truth of our DNA, of our multidimensional abilities. It's going to bring up more that we're capable of, that we can move into to advance our energy fields, to develop our gifts, to understand more of our individual sovereignty, the power of individual sovereignty, the power of the collective. But first, there's a lot that has to be deconstructed, destroyed, dismantled, a lot that will continue to shift. And of course, it's going to affect everyone very differently. And so Pluto in Aquarius, unfortunately, can create greater separation, greater divide, uh, different timelines and different experiences that don't overlap. There can be more separation, unfortunately, because of how the energetics play out based on the information you have, the experiences you've had, your belief systems, what you have moved through in your life. Of course, multiple, multiple ways the energy shows up. But this is going to be directly related to that Jupiter-Saturn conjunction of December 2020. And here come the permanent changes and how we're going to be seeing a lot more come to light that perhaps we thought was buried or complete, that we thought was done, that chapter's over. Uh, No, (laughs) it's coming back and there's more power involved. Uh, more power dynamics. That's always the case with Pluto. There's even more, as we know, technology, innovation, uh, inventions being pulled in. And that's all significantly impacting the energies on this planet and also off planet. There's a lot happening above us in space, what we consider space. There's a lot going on off planet that is directly affecting what we are experiencing here. 
It's also working with different experiments and agendas that the human population is not even aware of. The majority of the human population, I should say. Now, I talk more about this in depth in my 2024 Soul Growth Astrology program. For those of you who are in that class, we go into the deep dive of these Pluto in Aquarius energies as they will unfold into 2044, how our planet is going to be permanently changed, uh, the role of communications, community, connections, the energies of artificial intelligence, and everything that's going on, including not only deep fake stuff, but digital twins and biohacking and all the things that are being developed, especially around transhumanism and robotics and virtual reality. I mean, there's just so much here. So that's where I share more of these thoughts and what to be aware of is in that 2024 Soul Growth program. But just so you know, what we're moving into are energies we've already been in that simply take time to play out. It takes time for things to come forward, to be documented, to be shown. Remember, this is the role of Saturn. And wherever Saturn is pacing, the energy is where we have to just trust a process or we have to be allowing of what is required in order for things to be done correctly and properly, which is also something that Saturn wants. Pluto in Aquarius is also going to be deeply impacting social media, our online digital experiences, you know, what we do on the internet, the use of websites, everything in the bigger scope of these technologies. There will be social media's closing down. Um, what was the one that was just launched? Was it Threads? It's like they really needed to have an astrologer tell them it's a horrible time to launch a new social media channel or platform because the energy doesn't support it long term. So we're going to move into the next phase of connections. What happens after social media? What's the next level of growth and advancement? I think it's going to be something with virtual reality, something that feels like you're in person, something that perhaps even returns us to in-person experiences, which is actually really vital right now is to connect human to human, aura to aura, is to be in person, to not be living so much of our lives online. This does not include podcasts, by the way. But basically with these cycles of energy that I'm analyzing and discussing, they really pinpoint Saturn-Jupiter conjunctions being activated in 2024, which will permanently change the stories, which will permanently change parts of our reality which will significantly alter what we had assumed was just going to last or just going to happen. And so again, we can look back on Saturn's journey through Aquarius as well as Jupiter's journey through Aquarius. We can look at what was pumped up and amplified and something that we were learning how to be more responsible with. And Pluto is the energy of eras where some things come to an end dramatically and drastically other things are permanently altered and given new life, new shape, new form. So I know there's a lot about 2024 that is very new and very fresh. It's very much a multidimensional opening. There's a lot we're going to open up to, to move into and understand in new ways. And it's also going to bring up things that we thought were solid and they're not. 
and they're not. It's also going to bring up things that maybe you've been aware of or you've had on your mind or you've been upset about or fighting for or whatever it could be. And there's going to be things that play out because the universe knows what needs to be revealed. The universe knows what needs to be seen, accepted and dealt with. And these energies are on their own cycle. And I just want to highlight that 2024 and 2025 are big periods of time for these highlights to be seen and for things to be known. And I think it's also important to note that with the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction that will happen at 21, 22 degrees of Taurus, plus Pluto moving into Aquarius, both of these, yes, are activating saturn Jupiter, great conjunction points, which ultimately are opportunities for recreation. Recreate and also recreate from a higher consciousness. Recreate with new energies, with higher frequencies. Recreate something that is truer and a more accurate reflection of the energies on the planet now. So even though these are very jolting energies, they're uncomfortable, they're disruptive, they're disheartening and discouraging, you know, they can sink our energy. Our job as being awakened, aware, conscious vessels is to remind yourself of the power to recreate, to keep going, the fortitude that's necessary at different points of our journey to understand that, okay, this is what it is. What are we choosing next? How do we move the energy forward? How do we consciously direct it to where we want it to go? And of course, this plays out differently for the individual as well as for the collective. But when we are aware of the power of our energy, we're in our power. We're not giving it away, which was a big theme with the age of Pisces. I've done different podcast episodes for you on age of Pisces and this transition that we're in into more of the age of Aquarius, which is the empowered, knowledgeable individual. The ability to claim your sovereignty and to know who you are as an energetic being. There are various agendas on the planet that do not want that, that do not want empowered, spiritually awake people, that do not want humanity to understand more of what you're capable of. And that's why we're surrounded by so many distractions, right? Because there's ways that we can be unconsciously manipulated that we've never really questioned, ways that we can be distracted or involved in things that aren't really supporting our spiritual ascension or our spiritual growth. And the ways that are usually the most prevalent have to do with your bottom three chakras, with how you can be pulled into things out of desire and primal responses that aren't really healthy for you. It's also how we can be emotionally manipulated at times in ways that we're not aware of and how there are agendas that want to keep us fighting, want to keep us separated, want us to be in this constant battle with each other of disagreement and separation because of how that energy becomes beneficial for those who prosper from our discord and turbulence. So all of this is important as part of our ongoing awakening and ascension journey is to see things for what they are, to be more conscious of where you're going to place your energy, of what you're going to focus on, of what you're going to choose, as well as what you're no longer going to choose or what you're not going 
to participate in. So we certainly have a lot of big choices and a lot of things that we're meant to see from a higher perspective. We're meant to detach and zoom out and look at some things in a higher way. And that also supports us in moving through the energies of this time. So to summarize, the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction is working with the energies that started in the year 2000. Pluto moving into Aquarius is working with the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction of December 2020. And these energies are going to be a lot, potentially very big, chaotic, depends on your chart, depends on how it's working with you personally, but ultimately it's evolving us forward. It's transforming us into new versions of ourselves, as well as giving us opportunities to recreate from our authenticity, from our self-awareness, and with an intention of continuing on this ascension journey that's definitely bumpy at times, that's a lot to navigate and work with, but is the ride that our souls volunteered for in this lifetime. You didn't want to miss it. You said, yes, choose me. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be there. And then you get here and you're like, what in the world? Why did I choose this? Well, because it's a really pivotal time for humanity, for our planet, for where we evolve to next. And so in that way, we can understand how our presence on the planet really matters right now. So be sure to check out my bigger presentation on Pluto and Aquarius as the energies really ramp up in 2024. Plus, we have Sedna moving into Gemini and a really incredible galactic grand trine that is evolutionary. And this is a time when our species is evolving while we also get new information around the origins of our species because a lot of things don't add up. The amount of DNA we have and how long DNA has existed has been around much longer than what's been documented. So there's a lot more stories that are going to come forward and come out, and that can be quite exciting. So again, I'll put the details below the podcast if you want to check that out for yourself, including how 2024 is going to impact you and be important for you in your own journey. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday with another podcast episode for you. I hope this astrology is continuing to support you on your own journey, making some things clearer and more known. And as always, I'm grateful for your time, energy, and presence as we move through these energies together. Take good care, and I'll see you back here soon.